0: Welcome to T-Set Pass, my weekly Yu-Gi-Oh podcast where I talk to you guys about the game we all love. This week, I'm joined by my good friend Dr. Soma, also known as Ghost Galaxy Cosplay, on his previous TikTok account, which is no longer with us sadly. He rose to the high heights of 70,000 followers watching his Yu-Gi-Oh content before trolls attacked and got his old account banned. He's back up to 10k now as of recording this introduction, but when we recorded this conversation, he was down at 7. That just shows how fast he's growing. He's written a Yu-Gi-Oh fan book on Wattpad, which is very fun I've been reading through. It's got lots of characters you'd recognize from the GX anime, Atticus, Kaiba, Pegasus is mentioned heavily. I think my favorite part is the fact that he puts decklist links in the story. It means that you as a Yu-Gi-Oh player can have a go with the cards that he's talking about and he runs through them pretty well. The duels are fairly well depicted in terms of accuracy. It's nice to see his character go through an arc and I'm interested to see where it's gonna go next. Chapter 10 should be releasing this week. I'll pop a link to that in the chat below. According to some random emails from podcast statistics sites, I have the number one anime manga podcast in Spain of all places. While I am hesitant to believe that that means anything in particular, it's fun and if you're listening from Spain, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Let me know why you're listening to some English person talk about a card game. I have been reading your poll results and I have been reading the comments and reviews that you've left me and it means a lot to me that any of you have bothered at all. I wanted to say thank you Alexandre and Mia for commenting on the first episode. I chose Morphtronics as my favorite deck because they were the first deck in the 5Ds era that I really put a lot of time in and it was great to learn how to synchro summon properly, they're really good at churning out level 7s. And Alexandre I do plan to cover a little bit of everything like you asked for on the podcast and that's why we have a wide variety of guests with different backgrounds. Xavian, it would be cool if we talked about the upcoming ban list and when it eventually comes out, I will be talking about it and we'll be making a video of it on my TikTok account. I have done a video as of this week. I have finished entirely. I've made 50 episodes covering every single card in the Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list, explaining why it was banned and collecting it in my folder. So I now have a full folder with the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list on. And Mr. Bourne, we have talked regularly about what I think the game will be like in the future uh, with both Sladra and with my friend Abyss. That was all of the Spotify comments, but moving over to YouTube, Fire Rhino thinks that Yu-Gi-Oh! needs to be shown in more places, the anime-wise. I don't know. I think most of it's available on the Yu-Gi-Oh! website, and most of it's available on the official YouTube channel, so there's not that many uh, problems in terms of finding Yu-Gi-Oh! I do think we need a new anime soon for the West. That's definitely something we need. A big thank you for Matt Howlett for regularly enjoying the podcast. And thank you, Venture Tower Gaming and Mandy for enjoying the podcast so far. Every week now, I will read the comments aloud and respond to them in a section at the end of the podcast. So if you want me to talk directly to you, then please leave some comments either on Spotify or on YouTube. I did get some reviews on Apple Podcasts and they questioned the quality of the audio of some of my guests. Sadly, I cannot control the quality of the microphone that my guests have. I edit the audio as much as I can and you should hear it before the edit sometimes, but my guests have what they have. But, you know, always always looking to improve. So thank you for that feedback. And thank you to Windraiser for your positive five-star review. If anyone here can please give a five-star review, it would really help on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you can like and share on YouTube, it would be amazing. Without further ado, let's get into our chat with Dr. Soma. And we'll be going through the poll results with him later on. Um, so just tell me a little bit, how did you, Ghost, get into Yu-Gi-Oh? And then how did you go from getting into Yu-Gi-Oh to getting into Yu-Gi-Oh on TikTok? Dog.
1: So, uh. I was first introduced to the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game uh, back in like 2014, 2015 Um, and back then I was a major Pokemon bias, like anything Pokemon, it it was my thing. Anything that wasn't Pokemon, it was either uh, something incredibly like you'd expect a British person to be interested in that or something that you just wouldn't expect, like, uh, Pokemon, Harry Potter and Star Wars. Those were the British
0: trifecta of, of Star Wars and Harry Potter and an anime of choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my foster brother at the time introduced me and my older brother, uh, to the Yu Gi Oh trading card game using cards from the 2010 era mm. um, because he didn't play anything past Synchro. Yeah. Um, and I found it really boring at first, uh, despite having memories of the Yu Gi Oh anime uh, being watched on TV. But, you know, back then it was like 2004, 2005, and something like that. So I was. I wasn't. I wasn't old enough to remember, like everything. Um,
0: How old did you say this was when you started playing? So you're playing with 2010 cards. What's this though? Like 2016?
1: Uh, no, not 2016. Probably 2015. 2015.
0: Okay. So um, uh, Pendulum Mirror just sort of begun in in real Yu-Gi-Oh at that point. All right, around that time.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But uh, we didn't have any of those cards. No. Um. Then, uh. We um, we started watching Yu-Gi-Oh GX, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was the best way for me to transition from Pokemon into Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, with how upbeat uh, GX was, I was in secondary school at the time, so it was relatable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Elemental Heroes, dude.
0: They slap. They, There's a reason they, they I'm sl- collecting them. They're so cool.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm
0: glad to know that you think they're cool too. Because sometimes I wonder, do I like these because I was like, what, six when they came out? And it's good to know that new people can find them cool as well.
1: It gives me some validation
0: as to my tastes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, and then uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links as well was a good way for me to... Uh, actually get into the game um when it was uh you know first out yeah right at the start when it was like new and hot and everybody was on it yeah um then about another year later so probably year 9 so I would have been 14 15 mm-hmm. uh I started buying my own packs yeah um and i think uh Xyz was still quite prevalent because mm-hmm. um, i remember pulling a few xyz monsters and my first number card which was number 66 master key beetle that's a good one i can picture the type kind of time because that's when master key beetle
0: had the common print wasn't it and yes. so everybody had a copy and even i think i had like a load of master key beetles it's such a i think that was probably one of the times when i got back into number hunting because they were starting to print numbers at common instead of them being some more expensive cards
1: yeah uh and for a long time that was my favorite card like it's a good card to like it's got
0: a good good attack it's got good easy summoning condition and it has a protection effect so I, I i would not i would not be mean about number 66 being someone's favorite card it's a fun one
1: yeah and then um we bought a few packs a few decks uh with the limited money that we were given because mm-hmm. you know how british mothers are with pocket money hey we've all been there aren't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then probably twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. Um, so
0: Link era, Link. Um, yeah. tail end of Link era, because what Link started in twenty seventeen, so sort of near the back end of Link.
1: Yeah, um, we would uh, we we would go to a local model shop uh, in uh, our, our town. And they would have um, a selection of Yu Gi Oh packs, and we'd get the cheapest one. Uh, they were packs of three. Uh, and they, um, I, rem- I don't remember what they were called, but they have like a, a starry foil printing. They were
0: either called battle packs or star
1: foil packs. I know what
0: you mean. They, they came with three cards pack and they were yeah. all star foil. And there was some really cool reprints, stuff like Jinzo, I have a Starfoil from that pack that you're talking about. Uh, but there's also like a bunch of uh, trashy ones as well in the Starfoil. It was like a real, yeah. a real 50-50 of like a good card or a terrible card.
1: Yeah, so the packs that we bought had two commons and one Starfoil. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one time, I had like five Goki rematches. Hey, Goki rematches slaps. I love Goki. And then I started pulling the Trickstar cards. Ah. So this is where
0: the the infection took hold of your brain. The brain rot of burn for 200.
1: Yeah. So uh, I started collecting the the Trickstar cards and got a significant amount of the main core. Mm -hmm. Got one Lycoris, three Lily Bell, uh, I believe two Narcissus, two Light Stage, and one Candina.
0: That's sick. I'm, I remember when I saw the Trickstars in those battle packs and I was like, I don't really want to play Trickstars, but they are very good. I'm going to buy them at this at this, hot, at this Starfield Rarity. And then I just didn't. And then I, I've regretted it ever since because those prices just go up and up and up and up for Candina, especially. Like, yep. I don't know yeah, what she can... is right now. She,
1: she's like five quid. For even a common. Yeah, I was eBay. gonna say
0: that's not gonna be for the ultra, is it? That, not the, ult, the ultra. The no. uh, ultra, not gonna be that for the ultra rare. Right? It's gonna be that for the common. And that's painful. But yeah. it's
1: a good It's a real good card. It is. Yeah, I need two more copies as well to complete the uh, to complete the deck. Um, I think so... we'll be getting
0: new Trickstars, You know, I'm think I've been thinking about it. Obviously, we've had the element packs like water, fire, uh, wa- uh, wind, and earth. Dark and light are the only ones left, I believe. Like we, Obviously, we're getting fire this year with uh, Volcanic and Salamangre and um, Battle and Boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, light and dark are the only ones left. There's not that many iconic light and dark specific archetypes, I don't think, from the anime. Dark, you can just fill it with all the villains. But light, I can't think of that many. Maybe Arcana Force? Because we are getting a new Arcana Force Doom, but I feel like if they made one of the three a uh, gamble um, deck, people would not buy it. You know what I mean? Like people would not buy it for Arcana Force. Yeah. So I'm thinking Melodious, Trickstar, and another light type. I- I'm trying to think of ones that people would actually want to play and that could get done. Maybe Lunar light Melodious, and Trickstar.
1: Yeah, I think th- I think they would uh, get a lot of st- sales with that because. Hmm. Uh, Melodious is a good one, Lunarites are just awesome, and Trickstars are, you
0: know. Lunalite have some light cards, I think they're mostly dark though, so they probably wouldn't make it in the light pack, but I think Melodious and Trickstars are probably fairly safe guesses for the light pack, and that would mean that they would get some new cards, and I think that would probably take them back, because Trickstar feel very good still, you know what I mean? Then obviously they're not top meta, but they can do so much burn. They've got so, they've got some attack boosting and protection as well with um, Holy Holy Angel. Yeah. They've got a lot of stuff going for them. They just need like a new. They just need a Trickstar Access Code Talker, um, mm-hmm. of that kind of big boss final final push card. And I think they'll be a lot better. And I do I could see that coming really soon.
1: Yeah. Um, so I started uh, getting the Trickstar cards and mm-hmm. building my deck around around them. Um now at the time I was still learning. Yeah. And when I read that Trickstar Lilybell could attack directly, I thought that worked like Super Heavy Samurai did that she could attack while in with defense, defense
0: mode. before 2K
1: 2K defense. That'd be yeah, crazy. With 8 AK attack. Oh. So so uh I would um I would have Lilybell in defense and just be like, yeah, she can attack you directly.
0: Hey, if we, uh, you've gone after that submarine where strat?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but then, you know, you learn. like, I, I learned, I learned, um, and, uh, and yeah. now here you are today, the pro that you are.
0: So, okay, so you, you, you started with your, with your foster brother, you got better, you got some, you went from scrap 2010 scraps to over to Trickstar, New Hotness. How do you get on the TikTok? So the TikTok it, it was called Ghost Galaxy Cosplay.
1: Did you start with cosplay first and then move into Yu Gi Oh? Oh god, the uh, the history of that TikTok account, bro. It went from uh, it went from British Todoroki. Okay. To Ghost Galaxy Cosplay. Mm. Uh, and then stuck with Ghost Galaxy Cosplay.
0: I think British Todoroki maybe is more accurate view. It's like that proper Brit spirit in the cosplay circuit, but there we go. Ghost Galaxy does have a nice ring to it.
1: Yeah. Um and yeah, it was a it was a lot of cosplay mm. uh for, for a long time. There were times when I wanted to do Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, but I didn't have the money to get a dual disc. No. Um but then uh I think I was just scrolling on TikTok one night. Um and I came across Max's live mm. or a video with Mobron, i can't remember which. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, this this is interesting. Um, I I want to do this. This will give me an excuse to, uh, play Yu-Gi-Oh without going to locals.
0: Yeah. because um, locals you have to pay. It's not like you go for fun. Well, you go for fun, but you have to pay for the pleasure.
1: Yeah. Um, so I ended up joining the. Uh, the Discord server, and you know, learning the rules. Um. For for a long time, I've been playing Machina. Uh. Mm-hmm. The first time I went to locals, I was playing the uh, the Zombie World structure deck that has the Red Eyes Zombie Necro Dragon in it. oh, the, the original one, yeah. No, not the original. Oh, the the, one. the revamped one. The revamped one, yeah. Uh, and I got absolutely smoked. I think that's the best experience
0: though, because it, it it's the make or break you, you get your bad deck you go to locals and you will get destroyed And the question is then I got destroyed do I put this deck away and never play again or do I get good? And I think that's like the, that's the that's the time. I went to locals my first locals uh, I was against a guy playing gladiator beasts he destroyed me and then I was like, damn i never want to go to locals again that was a kid as a kid as i didn't it took me until very recently to start going to physical events again and that's mainly just because you know i'm an adult in a city i've got a thursday night to fill why not go to locals you know what i mean but until then as a kid that really put me off competing
1: more um yeah because it's a a big learning curve it is yeah definitely uh and then it was like choosing which structure deck to to get uh Mm. and the cheapest one at my at my locals was uh machina seven good one. uh it was seven pounds per deck mm-hmm. um and i managed to get three nice um so a big nasty card it is it took a bit of uh took a bit of took about a month i think to learn the deck yeah and find and find the best pure machina build also, took a while to get all the extra deck pieces that I might need. Yeah. Um, but you got that. But and now I, you're doing well. I got that. And you're still yeah.
0: on that machina on that machina grind. Obviously, you've tacked in some new hotness like branded, but you are on the 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 machina metal crunch, um, and that's all you need. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms, uh, yeah. Do you still enjoy playing physically? Obviously, I know you did the TikTok instead of going locals quite as much. Do you prefer playing live or do you prefer playing in person? Oh, yeah,
1: I, I much prefer playing on live. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can just go all out. Yeah. And it, it's so much fun. Like when I play against you and, and, and people ask for the jacket, <laughs> like. Bring us the jacket. Like want literally, your
0: I, the fans need it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it, it it's just the joy of being able to put on uh, this the show uh, and just really enjoy playing the game rather than listening to a uh, to a flu player go normal summon this, activate this, normal summon this and this and this. Then you can't do this, and it's like, dude, be gone. And then you don't have to deal with branded with branded players um, slapping down their tax dragon and their the mirror jade and whatever whatever else they can fuse into these days. Um, let's see what what else. Uh, one thing I do like about locals is uh, one of our players plays Dragon Link. Okay, and, I like and Dragon. Talk- Link. <laughs> dragon Link is so much fun it's it's annoying with the uh, all the negates that they have but it's so much fun
0: I um love it's a shame that it's not more meta right now but i think it will come back like, If that's the thing of dragon dragon will always come back eventually yeah like they will print a dragon that's crazy and then everyone will be on it until they print something that's better
1: yeah um but yeah i definitely uh i definitely pr- prefer playing live um It just allows me to be more, um... Yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not limited to, uh, to being, um, boring, so Mm. to speak. Yeah.
0: yeah, the constraints so, of being in a room with people who have all paid to be there in a professional tournament, and some people want to focus—that kind of thing—you can go crazy. That's the best. Yeah, point. I was yeah. gonna say, you have been so, so cool, into in the last few weeks. Um, for those who do not know, uh, Soma has l- has original account has been removed from TikTok, just after going past the seventy k milestone. Yeah. We're rebuilding again, and I think as of this minute, Ross, recording, we're about, what, nearly 8,000 or just over 8,000? Just under?
1: I I can check.
0: It was over 7,000, uh, whatever.
1: I... Whatever yeah. it was, it was over 7,000 um...
0: last time we checked. You have not let it crush you, man. And if I I, I can imagine that if I woke up and my 70k account was gone, I will maybe be done with TikTok. But you have let it... You have got on the grind. We have been starting a new you know on that new account hotness we're going at it live 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 build it build it build it and we are like you know you're growing at an insane rate it would be yeah. nice if TikTok can give us back the old one but it's such an impressive feat that you have not let it destroy your spirit and you've not let it affect the
1: lives and the
0: games and the fun that you bring to people
1: yeah did i put two years worth of work into that 70k TikTok account Yes. Did I stress about losing it when it first got banned? Yes. Did I let it get me down? No. I said, are you okay with me swearing? Yeah, you can swear. I said, TikTok. I'm not done. I'm gonna come right back and we're gonna be better than ever. Two years worth of experience and we're just gonna do it again
0: we're gonna do it and you think about it we've you you grew in a big spike recently you know what i mean like time wise it's not taken two years to get to 70k it took a year to get to 16k and then it took about half a year to get to 70 we can do that yeah we're better than we were before we're stronger we know the algorithm we know what we're doing we know how to put on a show we know we've got some good decks the format's ripe for it and we're gonna kill it Um... yeah
1: speaking of um of good decks Mm. uh Whenever I play something on live that's not uh, Shadol Trickstar, viewers seem to uh, fluctuate quite a bit. Really? Um, On the decks
0: specifically?
1: Yeah. So when I bring out uh, Shadol Trickstar, I think I get my highest amount of views. Maybe because it's the Trickstars, or maybe it's because they know the jacket's coming, the drip's coming. The jacket, the drip help. The drip does help. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna win Mm. most of the time, yeah. Uh, Unless I'm playing, unless I'm facing Max and his stupid blue eyes, white dragons and dark magicians and anything else that shouldn't be able to beat my deck but seems to either way.
0: Yeah. Hey. Um, Yeah. No. No. Hundred percent. I love the six stars, and I, I know I don't. I hate fighting them, but I love that you. (laughs) I love that you got that signature. You know, I love that you got that deck that nobody else is really on.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. When when I first made when I first made it was a deck that um, it just kind of came to mind. Mm. Um, I didn't expect it to work as well as it Become does. Become your signature. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, oh, it's a really fun deck to play, and um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll finalize the deck list. Um, for you for when you, uh, upload, upload this, uh, this episode, uh, and you can put it in the description so that people can see exactly what I play, uh, in this, uh, recipe of destruction.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Before we wrap up for today, cause we do have to go live. We have promised people. However, I want to check what's your, fi- I, I've got all the polls. We've been running polls, all the episodes so far and I want to just run through the poll questions and get your answers, and we can see however you agree with the population. So, question number one, are you ready, Ghost? I am ready. What's your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! anime? Oh, GX, all the way through. And, the voters have agreed with you in a joint vote. Uh, we had 23% voting for GX, and 23% also voting for Zexel, beating everything else. So that's fun. Nobody voted for sevens, sadly, but I haven't even finished sevens, so can't even quote. Question two: Do you think Yu Gi Oh is in a healthy state right now as a game? Yes or no? Um, currently,
1: it's this uh, minute, today. It's fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's hard to say. it's hard to say yes or no. Um and we're just going to have to wait until the ban list drops whenever that might be fingers crossed soon the vote said for 80% said yes
0: they think it's healthy and 20% think no it is not healthy question 3 uh is just a personal one it's, do they prefer me alone or with guests and what do you think do you prefer the podcast when I'm on my own or when I have people on
1: ah uh, i like i i honestly like both but mm-hmm. i like the guest ones as well
0: yeah 60% want guests and 30% want me um, and then, who do you prefer from the original series? Dark Magician, Blue Eyes, or Red Eyes? Blue Eyes. Mm. 25% of the vote went with you on Blue Eyes, but however, 60% wanted the Dark Magician, and only one uh, one little uh, 12.5% wanted Red Eyes Black Drag. <laughs> Where's that half human? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, I know. And the final question, which is in a 50 50 right now from my last week's podcast. Would you watch a Yu-Gi-Oh! anime which was just about the characters from the cards not playing Yu-Gi-Oh! but as a story or do you need them to be playing the card game for you to be interested?
1: What are we talking
0: So you... let's say there was an anime of the Albaz storyline as characters doing an anime adventure but they're not talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! at all there's no, there's no card game element it's just like the actual lore of the game
1: rather than the card game of the game Yes, I would watch that. I I I'm mutuals with this one person on TikTok who uh, researches the law mm-hmm. uh, for cards and uh, makes stories out of them. Um, and he's really good at it. Yeah. Like he uh he did law for the five vanilla elemental heroes. Yeah. And it was it was so good. Nice. So yeah. So what he 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 writes original law or he just writes the actual law that's there? I think it's the actual law that's there. But, but then the way that but the way they puts it into a story it's just so good. So yeah, if if uh, if Konami made a uh, an anime about monster law, like it would have to be an interesting archetype.
0: Well, maybe I they guess. could do like um tales of the Yu-Gi-Oh world and it's just like an episodes about a different group, you know. Or you yeah. could do like a proper heavy thing which is all on Alba's or all on like the world legacy story or, you know, that's kind of the stuff that already has like a beginning, middle and end point that we know.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. It it definitely would be uh, uh, an interesting thing to, uh, to watch. And it would definitely, I think add to maybe monster spirits. That's something uh, I need to work on uh in my book especially yeah um
0: 100 and we'll link your uh whatpad book in the podcast description and in the youtube description of the video i was just going to say before we wrap up what question do you want me to put as the poll question for this week Ghost? you get to choose
1: who's your favorite rival
0: favorite rival there we go done that'll be this week's poll question let us know who is your favorite rival and yeah thank you so much for coming on ghost we'll uh You'll be back again for sure. but that's Thanks right. a lot. That's all right. Lovely having you. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, let me know if you have any feedback for the podcast. Leave it as a review and I will read it aloud next episode. Apparently the Brit is fine according to GMW6666 and I'm going to take that as a positive and move on with my life. Uh, thank you so much. Until next week, have a lovely day.